Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, Good afternoon, delight, and welcome to the show that is sugary spiceness and everything niceness and back on your radio. Yeah. How's it going, Max? Good. Long time no see, in the flesh at least. (laughs) We've uh, seen each other online from time to time. Yeah. But uh, first time back in the studio now that uh, some of the restrictions are easing. Uh-huh. You've been uh, continuing the show solo yeah. during oh. the lockdown. Well, sort of solo, family <laughs> <Yeah>. solo. <laughs> um, for those who might remember what this show is all about, uh, each Sunday afternoon from 3pm we uh, detail some sweet treats, afternoon delights, sugary wonderments, yeah. savoury snacks, all sorts of yeah. stuff. <laughs> Bit of history, recipes, yeah. fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So, what have you been up to since last we did a show together, Max? Seems like ages ago. Yeah. We've all been in lockdown. <laughs> have you uh, had any particular highlights from your house? Um, not much. Not much? It's my granny's birthday today, so... Oh, perfect. See, that's why we've we've gone back on air. Happy birthday to your granny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you uh, smothering her in sweet treats? Yeah. Good, 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 good. But um, we'll do a very, very quick recap of um, some of the things that you've done for the show. An extra, extra, read all about it. Life story of Playboy Penny. Extra, 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 read all about it. Um, We've been sharing a few things on the Facebook page, but you kind of did some little home isolation catch-up sessions in between. Yep. Since last we were on air, we have celebrated Easter. Yeah. How did that go for you? Good. Yeah? Yeah. Did the Easter Bunny spoil you? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You um, did some head-to-head Easter egg-flavoured things. Yeah. So you had Easter egg-flavoured custard. Mm-hmm. How did that go down? Tasted like chocolate. <laughs> chocolate custard, that was yeah. it. What about the, the Easter Kinder Surprise? Do you remember back that far? Yeah. Yeah. It was a giant bunny. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And so you were able to bust that open and put it together? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We put out the poll, how do people eat their Easter bunnies, the chocolate bunnies? Do you eat the tail first or the head first? Head. It was overwhelming vote. 100% of uh, everyone who replied to that poll was, yeah, everybody eats the head first. So you can't hear them scream. <laughs> Uh, what else have we had? Oh, Marble. Um, Cadbury Marble is back after uh, a long hiatus. So there's lots of uh, happy Cadbury fans. You also did a bit of a a custard mini-sode with uh, some chocolate bar flavoured custards. Do you remember what flavours there were? Uh, uh, Chiquito was one, wasn't it? Yeah, Chiquito. We did 
we tried the Chiquito bar. Yes. First time I've ever had, had it. one of those. Oh, we should do a Chiquito show. <laughs> yeah. And then we tested the Chiquito custard. Mm-hmm. How'd they compare? Uh, tasted almost the same. Almost the same, yeah. Yeah. And then we did Jaffa's. Mm-hmm. Now, you definitely have Jaffa's before. Yeah. That choc orange blend. Mm-hmm. How did that go for flavouring uh, a custard? I'm pretty sure that tasted good. Pretty yeah. pretty much the same? Yeah. So those are up as uh, a couple little videos on there. Then Oak, uh, in yeah. late April, put out some lolly-flavoured milk drinks. Yeah. You managed to get your hand on those? Uh-huh. How did they go? Good. Good? Yeah. So which was best? You had Peppermint Crisp, Fantails, and Pineapple. Do I need to ask which was the best one? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm predicting you weren't a fan of pineapple. Not really. Uh, Fantail was okay, but your favourite would have been Peppermint Crisp. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like uh, Peppermint Crisp is your absolute favourite flavour of all time with everything. Yeah. Um, Polly Waffle also announced that uh, they're increasing their um, their stock for um, the shelves, which is mm-hmm. pretty exciting news. We had Mother's Day. Did you spoil Mum? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Did she get a lot of sweet treats too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of chocolate. Lots of chocolate. Yeah. I think chocolate is what Mother's Day is made for. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the most recent thing you tried, we didn't get uh, video footage of it, which is okay because it was one of those ones that you don't try at home, but uh, you did a bit of a science experiment with... Yeah. Some hot flavoured Cheetos and orange Tic Tacs. What was the idea behind that? It, um, what we saw on a video that you sent mum was, um, you would crush it up with, um, well, blend it up in a blender or something. Food processor or something like that, yeah. Yeah, with, um, Tic Tacs. And it would, when you, like, light it on fire, it mm-hmm. would burst into flames. Yeah. But it didn't work for us. Nah. Okay. We think it might be the difference between Australian... And American. And American, perhaps, because sometimes American um, products have different additives to what Australia does. Yeah. So we're hoping that uh, that's that explains why it didn't quite work for us. <laughs> The most recent exciting news is that uh, Arnott's have launched a Lemington-flavoured ice Vovo. Yeah. So we'll have to get these on the show uh, in the future. (laughs) They've been uh, mixing and matching with some of our favourites. They've got a salted caramel tart-flavoured scotch finger. Shortbread cream have gone chocolate cake flavour. Oh, so many new things. (laughs) Yeah. So I I guess with uh, those little news updates, let's find out... Um, what's new on the shelf now? What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. Okie dokie. So, what is new, Max? You've got uh, a packet of chips there? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, Doritos. Doritos, specifically. Corn mm-hmm. chips. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of corn chips and Doritos. <laughs> Are you usually a... A corn chip fan? Yeah. Yeah? What makes these ones special? It's grilled cheeseburger flavoured. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Let's 
So this could be something a bit different. I'll let you open those. Right, we go. <laughs> we should say, this looks really, really weird. Uh, in the OCRFM studio, we've got certain restrictions at the moment, and I've realised how bizarre this looks. But uh, we have to wear gloves and stuff like that still at the moment um, because it's a shared space between volunteers. Yeah. So I'm about to eat wearing rubber gloves. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. Okay, so um, cheeseburger-flavoured corn chips. Yeah. So traditionally, Doritos have a, um, a light dusting of... Uh, Padded cheese, um, and depending on whether it's the corn chip variety, it's kind of more salted. But uh, okay, what are the, what are they doing to make it um, cheeseburger flavour? I don't know because it's going to have to have something different to make it, you know, not just a regular cheesy Dorito. Yeah, I know previously Doritos have had um, uh, kind of taco flavoured ones. They've also put out really, really hot and spicy Doritos. But uh, does it give any hints as to what makes cheeseburger different to just plain cheese? It just says on the back, rolling out now, your favourite Doritos, drenched with big food truck flavour, driven by slamming your slamming your taste buds with pure satisfaction. Insanely good. Do you snack blood? Bold, not blood. <laughs> <laughs> Do you snack bold? Yeah, we don't want to snack on blood. That's vampire Okay, then. Well, you're giving it the sniff test. What's He's going for the crunch. What's the taste verdict? That's good. Mm. But I don't think it tastes like cheeseburger. It certainly has a crunch factor. Mm-hmm. It's got a... Kind of a... A spice to it. Perhaps it's a... Oh, maybe with their cheeseburger, they're trying to add in a bit of a, a pickle um, or uh, a tomato spice to it. Kind of a barbecue-y flavour. Yeah. So it's uh, corn base, canola, salt, sugar. It's not really giving away any um, details on what these flavours are. There's paprika, cumin... Yeah, I don't know what exactly it is that they're hitting on the head. I'll agree. It's not necessarily a cheeseburger flavour. Um, it's certainly different to regular cheese Doritos, though. Or yeah. the extra cheesy ones. It's got that cheese essence, but there's something else. Yeah. There's some sort of spice. It's got a tang to it. Mm-hmm. Often cheeseburgers have that zesty tomato sauce. It's got... Yeah, hints of onion, tomato. It, it's on the way to being cheeseburger flavour, but I'm not sure they've quite nailed it. I know we've had cheeseburger flavoured, um, I think it was Pringles before, haven't we? Um, yeah. And they, they pretty much nailed it. I've also had cheeseburger flavoured pizza, and that had kind of a mustard um, tomato base to it. Um, and that literally did taste like you were eating a cheeseburger. But, uh, okay, thumbs up, thumbs down. What are you saying for uh, Doritos grilled cheeseburger flavoured corn chips? Well, I'm going to do one and a half thumbs. Yeah, I'd, I'd give it a thumbs up. Um, it's it's definitely a different flavour. 
But as I say, I don't think they've quite hit the nail on the head with the actual cheeseburger side. Yeah. Okay, well, up next then. <laughs> Let's see if we remember how to do uh, this. We're going to travel around the world and find out what's in the Yum Box. <laughs> Radio team, Max. What? Uh, where were we <laughs> when last we were travelling around the world with the Yumbox? We were in France. We were in France. Okay. So, uh, what do we remember about our French Yumbox? Did they send us baguettes or croissants? No. Yep. Were we very far in? I think we were only just starting our journey. Uh, methinks. I don't know. It's I think we've got. Couple, couple things to go. Things, yeah. So again, because it's been so long since we've uh, done the show, it's been a couple of months now. Um, we have subscribed to the Yum Box, put out through um, what's the name of the com- company again? Uh, Universal Yums. Universal Yums. That's the name of it. And so each month uh, we have a uh, a mystery box of food from around the world, and. Uh, They come with facts, figures, and recipes, and all sorts of uh, trivia. So Mm -hmm. we're currently looking at, yeah, some French afternoon delights. Um, You're up to the Yum Bag. Yeah. Which is normally your first stop on the the Yum Box Trail. So the Yum Bag has a little selection of uh, mixed lollies, usually. Okay, what's inside this one? They've given us... um, Tropical peach tea and cola flavoured chews with sour filling. Mm-hmm. We've got three of them. Righto. Usually we only get two things. Yeah. <laughs> They've been very generous. Yeah. And. Tropical flavoured tea. That's a yeah. different one. And salted caramel. Salted butter caramels. Ah, okay. Got three of them. Righto. Yeah. So, um, they're all tied up in little wax paper or uh, cellophane. Which one would you like to go with first? Caramel. Caramels? Okay. So they're looking like a traditional caramel. Um, Bite-sized piece. And that's, yeah, again, cellophane wrapping so you can see right through it. Um, I think because it is the uh, cooler weather at the moment, these are a little bit harder than they might have been (laughs) <laughs> when we got them in the uh, in the warmer months because we're in winter now <laughs> yeah so caramels are often a, a soft chewy confection these might be a bit harder they might be <laughs> a little bit harder they certainly are <laughs> <laughs> um oh goodness me how are we going to talk and chew at the same time I don't know this was a bad idea <laughs> Let's see if I can um, tell you what they say about these particular caramels. And I'll see if I can chew on the other side of my mouth. So the caramel con fleur de sel. That sounds pretty French. Mm-hmm. They say salted caramel is a classic. Do you think that's so? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's really only... F- Less than 50 years old. Mm. It was only in 1977 that a French confectioner named Henri Henri Leroux 
Chinese who set out to make a new candy using the famous sea-salted butter from the Brittany region. After three months of experimentation, he debuted the salted butter caramel, and it was an instant hit. By 1980, it was voted the country's best candy. By 2000, high-end American restaurants caught wind of the flavour, and by 2008, it was totally mainstream. There was salted caramel in everything. haagen Starbucks debuted salted caramel products, and uh, this particular one is referred to as a bonbon, hence the, the shape. And, uh, yeah, it's very, very French. <laughs> I was born in 2008. There you go. Are you a salted caramel bonbon? No. <laughs> you are a human being. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on the salted caramel um, chewy candy? Very chewy. Very chewy indeed. Um, do you know what the word bonbon translates as in French? Because yeah. uh, when we think of bonbons, we often think of Christmas crackers. But bonbon is the... Um, it means good, good. Because bon means good. Mm. So uh, their lolly shops are called the bonbon shops. Or the good, good shop. <laughs> and they have a uh, yeah variety of scrumptious little uh, treats. But, um, yeah, that's a very nice... It's a melt-in-your-mouth kind of thing. Even though it is quite chewy... It gives that long-lasting texture. Um, very buttery. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely salted caramel. Mm-hmm. What about the Tate Brulee, then? So, tropical uh, peach tea or cola-flavoured chews with a sour filling. Which one would you like? The tropical, the peach tea, or the cola? Oh, we've got one of each, right, eh? Yeah. You're a cola fan, aren't you? Yeah. Yep, I'll let you have that one. <laughs> I'll try the peach tea. I'm not usually a tea drinker, but uh, I'll see what peach tea does. Okay. Oh, okay. Now, (laughs) just just before we start, it says, consider yourself warned. This super sour sweet is about to blow your mind. (laughs) Uh, We're not being dramatic. This candy's name, Tate Brulee, literally translates to burnt head. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, they won't actually set your head on fire, but their extremely sour feeling is much more intense than any other sour candy you're used to. So if you've had Sour Patch Kids before, this is nothing, apparently. With its tangy flavours like peach tea, tropical fruit and zingy cola, they provide an explosively mouth-watering experience. Pop one in your mouth and decide for yourself. Are we being dramatic or are they the sourest candies that live up to their mind-blowing name? Tate Brulee. Okay, tell us what's in your hand there, Max. They look like um, little balls of cookie dough. Yeah, kind of like a gobstopper, perhaps. Yeah. Um, they are a little bit soft and squishy. Mm-hmm. Or they're firm, though. Yours is kind of a tan brown. Mine's more a uh-huh. whitey orange colour. I'm really worried now because I don't like s- sour lollies. <laughs> We should have done the salted caramel second. Okay, so I'll let you do your sour cola first so I can gauge the reaction because for some strange reason, younger children seem to tolerate <laughs> mind-blowing candy much better than uh, the more sophisticated adult palate. That's good. Good? It hasn't blown, burnt your head off? Okay. He could be faking, folks. So it's got a... 
chewy outer layer, like um, almost like a bubble gum. And yeah, it does have a very zesty center. It's that citric acid kind of tang. Oh, what is it called? You know, yeah. <laughs> it's got lactic acid and citric acid, as well as sodium citrate. Once you get over the initial tang and your eyeballs return to normal, um, it's not too bad. Mellows out a bit. <laughs> kind of. Warheads are more sour. <laughs> yeah. You get it down to a chewy gum style. Yeah. It's not too bad. <laughs> I don't think my head has been burnt off. It's still there. It's it's got a it's definitely got a, a punch to it though. <laughs> the tro- um wouldn't I have peach tea? Yeah. That's the flavour I can definitely taste. That sweet peach goodness. I'm glad I went with. Uh, peach over perhaps something a bit more tangy. How, what was the cola like? It was good. Mm. Would you recommend the uh, Tate Brulee? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up, thumbs down? Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Uh-huh. Well, thank you, French Yum Bag from the Yum Box. Um, we will take a quick break here on Afternoon Delight and we'll be back to uh, take a look at this week's topic. On Afternoon Delight, it is time for us to take a look at this week's lolly of choice, and uh, considering that we're back with a vengeance on Afternoon Delight, we're uh, taking a look at... uh, I don't know, a very unique lolly. Mm-hmm. The Melody Pop. Yeah. What's your first thoughts when you uh, pick up a Melody Pop? We used to always have them, mm-hmm. just making them go... <laughs> Whistling. <laughs> They're probably one of the most annoying lollies <laughs> on the market, so we apologise in advance if you have uh, terrible flashbacks to uh, your children having these, but I'm sure that kids will be uh, loving the fact that Melody Pops exist. Um, They're a lollipop brand that was introduced by the Spangler Candy Company, and um, they're designed to make a whistling sound. They've got a hole in them so that when you blow into the top, uh, the whistle actually comes through it, just like a, a regular whistle. Um, Spangler Candy Company themselves are privately owned and they've been manufacturing lollipops and marshmallow candy since 1906. Um, They've also created candy canes, circus peanuts. Um, Some of their lollipops include the Safty Pops, Spangler Candy Canes and Dum Dums. Do you know what a Dum Dum is? I don't know. It's just another name for a um, a ball lollipop, one of those very round spherical ones, mm-hmm. and uh, they're they're very popular in America. We we don't really have them. We we have chubba chups here in Australia. Yeah. Um, they're very similar to that, except the dum dums kind of have a you can see where the the join is on them, whereas chubba chups are pretty much round or spherical, completely mm-hmm. like a ball. 
Um, Spengler also produce a variety of mint candy, so you'd be happy with that. Ooh. Hard candies, caramel candies, and they are the second largest employer in Ohio. Mm. Um, they gave the town of Bryan its identity as Dum Dum Capital of the World. <laughs> they produce approximately 45% of all candy canes that are produced and sold in the United States. And they make over 12 million dum-dum lollipops a day. That is a lot. The company itself was established in 1906, as I said, uh, in August, when um, uh, Arthur G. Spangler purchased the Gold Leaf Baking Company for $450 and moved it to High Street, Bryan, Ohio. The new company was named Spangler manufacturing and produce baking soda, baking powder, cornstarch, laundry starch, spices and flavourings. By 1908, Ernest Spangler joined the company and suggested that they add candy to their production line. By 1911, the coconut ball was the first um, candy product manufactured by them. And in 1913, they moved to their current location in uh, Portland Street, Bryan, Ohio. But uh, since then, um, they've gone on to produce a lot of different uh, products. As I said, chocolate equipment was included for a while, eliminating the need to hand dip their candies. And um, they added things like marshmallow circus peanuts, hickok honeycomb chocolate, um, candy canes, the dum-dums, all those sorts of things. But melody pops are what we're focusing on today. Um, for a while there, they were discontinued, so you couldn't actually get Melody Pops. Um, Chupper Chups reintroduced them, and they changed their name from being Whistle Pops to Melody Pops. And they're marketed with a tagline that says, Play Real Music. Now, you've just uh, opened up your Melody Pop. What mm-hmm. are you noticing about it? There's a piece of plastic they come in mm-hmm. that's got... Music notes. So you can technically play this like a real flute or recorder, or it's got a slide like a trombone almost. Yeah. The the whistle part at the top, you blow like a recorder. There you go. Max has given us a bit of a demo. <laughs> and the slide whistle at the bottom um, helps change the pitch. Mm-hmm. So... Depending on where you hold it, does it still have indentations? It does. When I was a kid, um, it's got the little um, indentations on the yellow stick that pulls out that tells you Mm -hmm. the numbers that correspond to the musical notes. Yeah. So what song have you got there? I've got Yankee Doodle. Yankee Doodle. Now, my challenge for you, do you think you'll be able to work out how to play Yankee Doodle on your whistle pop or your melody pop before the end of the show? I don't know. Give it a try. So um, you have to push the um, yellow stick into the number that corresponds with... uh, I've got Jingle Bells and the start of He's a Jolly Good Fellow. (laughs) Yeah, I've got Yankee Doodle and... uh, (laughs) <laughs> what have you got there? Yankee Doodle. Oh, Sous le Pont d'Avignon. Ah, oh, a French song. <laughs> How, so, um, Sous le Pont d'Avignon, that's the song about um, the bridge in Avignon. Sous le Pont d'Avignon. I can't remember the story behind that one now. 
It's got something to do with dancing on a bridge. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, very French. See, it fits in well with our yum box. Yeah. So if you've got any uh, <laughs> song challenges for our melody pop, uh, let us know. <laughs> we'll see, see how we go. We might take a quick break. And uh, we'll put the spotlight on um, the melody pop, see if we can make our own sweet tunes, eh? Okay. We'll be back after this. Okie dokie on OCRFM's Afternoon Delight. It is time for something a little bit different. We're going to put the spotlight on the melody pop from Chubba Chup. And uh, see if we can... (laughs) We've just had a little bit of a practice off air during the break. Um, we're, oh, we're, we're masters at this, Max, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Who would you like to go first, you or me? You can. Oh, oh okay, throw me in the deep end. So, my, uh, my little piece of music that uh, came in the packaging was Jingle Bells. I need to start on number three. Now, I have to say that the numbering seems a lot closer together than when I was a kid. <laughs> we'll see how we go. <clears throat> Let's see if this resembles Jingle Bells in any manner whatsoever. My my number one doesn't quite sound right. The worst thing about the the melody pop is the more you play it, the less it sounds like <laughs> it yeah, should. Starts disappearing because it's made of yeah, candy. Yeah. Okay, Max is going to serenade us now with Yankee Doodle. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> oh, you nearly had it. I, I could hear the, the formation of Yankee Doodle at the start. It's a lot trickier. It's good hand-eye coordination. I would recommend this to uh, people such as myself that have uh, little to none of it. You can kind of um, pick tunes from, you know, out and around. Um, it's it's definitely not chromatically scaled. So I'll just see if I can go from one through to... So you can hear that it's not technically a scale. They would specifically need to whittle it a little bit differently to make the the whistle pop more player-friendly. There is, though, uh, a tune that we can play for you on Afternoon Delight today that is... uh, the whistle pop song. So, mm. we've we've got songs out there like "Blow My Whistle." Nah, we're not going to mm. play that. We're going to play you one that was written specifically for the whistle pop. Uh, right after this. <laughs> I 
one afternoon delight is time for us to share the sweetest tune which today as i uh, hinted before the break there is a song that was written specifically for the melody pop or the whistle pop as it was known back then before it changed its name to uh um to uh, melody, melody pop. pop and uh it's the scared weird little guys now you probably haven't grown up with the scared weird little guys have you max Oh, no. Yeah, they were a uh, comedy duo that um, toured around uh, Australia and the world for a number of years. And uh, Rusty actually lives locally. Oh. He lives out at Forest. And mm-hmm. uh, sadly, this weekend would have been the Forest Soup Festival normally. But of course, due to uh, COVID-19, uh, it's been postponed until next year. But mm-hmm. I know that he has previously been a judge of the Forest Soup Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, though, he's been using the COVID-19 isolation to release a number of uh, new songs from his home studio recordings, <laughs> which has been a lot of fun to, uh, to to watch along with and listen to some yeah, new fun stuff coming out of the brain of one of the, uh, the scared little guys. But uh, this comes from their Bits and Pieces album, and I'll let the guys introduce it. Um, because they're the ones that know what they're talking about. We were performing a couple of years ago over here with the Adelaide Symphony, uh, which was a really fun show, and we did some other shows with orchestras. We were very inspired by it, and we vowed to use more instruments in the show. That's right, and so tonight we're going to use some of the most rare and difficult of the handcrafted instruments. Ladies and gentlemen, the The whistle pop. (laughs) Wow, the whistle pop family is in. Is, um, what's that one? I don't know, the bottom just broke off, but it's... That's I can use that for is the that secondary right? one. Okay, yeah. right. Oh, that's another one. And this is watermelon flavour. Wow. Mm, yeah. What was your first one? Uh, I think this one is... Oh, that's weird. It's... Bugger me. Pie floater. <laughs> Unbelievable. How do they get that in a whistle? What's your... Precision, handcrafted instruments by the finest whistle pop whittler <laughs> in, in all, all of, of Christendom. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so here we present a little song uh, about the orchestra. Of course, sir. One, two, three, two, two, three. I call the orchestra. I auditioned to play. I played my best for them They said, piss off, no way (laughs) I played out on the street From far around they came The crowd, they clapped and cheered I won fortune and fame. (laughs) Key chunk. Yeah. (laughs) The orchestra called me. They wanted me to play 
a tour around the world. I said, piss off, no, no way. Someone. Look, there's no health issues. Perfectly safe. Yeah, it's everything fine. We got tested, the doctor said everything was positive, so I only assume that that's good. There you go, the scared weird little guys there with the whistle pop song. What do you think of that, Max? Funny. Pretty, pretty dumb. <laughs> but very, very clever. Um, I try to have a go with. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't quite get it. But uh, you, you were saying before, what's the best use for a whistle pop? Doing this. <laughs> you can't even do the fall downstairs. <laughs> wonder if you can do any bird calls with them. Not really. Um... We haven't really talked much about uh, the design and what they look like. So it's kind of like the top of a recorder. Yeah. Kind of a recorder mouthpiece uh, on a, a lolly stick, like a lollipop stick. But it is a hollowed out um, thicker one. And then inside is a little yellow numbered stick that you can... Pull go, out and in. Pull out and in. So yeah, as you blow down through the stick... The sound comes out and is the sound's altered by um, by that yellow manoeuvre thing. But they do get a bit ooby gooby the more you play them. I feel like I should be telling bad jokes and <laughs> I don't know. Um, we're almost out of show, Max. Yeah. Time has disappeared quite quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have one thing left to do after the break, and that is to uh, bust open a Kinder Surprise, which we haven't done for quite a while. Yeah. I'll, we'll have to see if we still know how to do it. <laughs> so uh, we're going to take a quick break here on Afternoon Delight. Keep sharing your whistle pop stories on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, and we'll be back right after It's time for us to uh, open up this week's Kinder Surprise, Max. Mm-hmm. Is this one that's been sitting in there, or I don't know. <laughs> I've just added a couple. Another in. box. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we've got. Uh, for anyone who doesn't remember what a Kinder Surprise looks like, it's a <laughs> chocolate egg with uh, kind of milk chocolate outside, white chocolate inside. Uh, inside that is a little plastic capsule that Max has just popped open. 
Mm-hmm. And there's a little piece together toy. What have you got there? Kangaroo and that's Joey. Kangaroo and Joey. Oh, so you put the little Joey in the pouch and then slot the kangaroo's head onto its body? Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> Three pieces. They can be quite convoluted and tricky from time to time. Mm-hmm. So the kangaroo, they're different colours, which is a bit strange. Yeah. I guess it makes it easier to put together. The uh, the mother kangaroo with the pouch is uh, kind of a darker brown and then a light fawn colour for the joey. Mm-hmm. Do you know what other Australian animals have uh, babies called joeys? It's not just kangaroos. I don't know. Um, they're all Australian animals that have them. Um, wallabies? Mm-hmm. Yep, so yeah. I guess that's, yeah. <laughs> also, um, baby koala. Oh. Did you know that's called a joey? Uh, don't know. Yeah. And, um, also, um, I believe a baby wombat. Is called oh. a joey as well. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the only other strange baby Australian animal fact I know is uh, and a baby and a kidna is called a puggle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that is the end of our first non-isolation show. <laughs> so welcome back, Max, and thank you again. Yeah. Uh, we didn't really talk much about the flavour of a whistle pop, did we? Oh, yeah. Before we <laughs> finish up here. Um, what flavour would you describe it as? Well, it has strawberry on the front. Yeah, it tastes like strawberry. So. It does. It's got it's a pink, pink lollipop. The only thing is, it's a lot to. There's more lollipop than your regular lollipop, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because they're long and thin and cylindrical, you actually get a lot of lollipop to try and get through. And uh, once you've, you know, demolished the top half, you can't play it anymore. Yeah. You still have the stick at the bottom. Now, I can't remember if it's got a little whistle end to it. We should have tried to eat our whistle pops before the end of the show. <laughs> I'm trying to remember now if the stick's got any whistle to oh, it. so then we can play the stick <laughs> as a whistle. play the stick as a whistle. I can't remember now. It's been so long since I've had one. Um, but, yeah, Melody Pops, they're put out by Chubba Chup. Um... I can't remember now if what happens once you get all the way down to the just the stick. So I don't we'll have to report know. back next week because it's a lot of lollipop to try and get through in one session. We'll be pinging off the walls. <laughs> but that's it for uh, this week. Thank you very much for tuning in. It is great to be back in the studio. Mm-hmm. And I uh, can't wait to uh, be back next Sunday to do it all again from 3 o'clock. As always, if you've got suggestions for um, different lollies that you'd like us to feature on the show, you can email lolly at ocrfm.org.au and, uh, yeah, we'll we'll do a little bit of research, find out some history facts and stuff like that. Um, sadly, there's no recipe this week <laughs> because it's a bit hard to make a, a melody pop. But uh, we'll, we'll catch you next Sunday. Goodbye. See ya. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight Gonna grab some afternoon delight My motto's always been when it's right, it's right Why wait until the middle of a cold dark night 
Skyrockets in flight Afternoon delight 